Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 98. In today's episode, we're going to kind of switch gears. We've been talking a lot about risk assessments, uh, had a couple of uh, interviews. Let's kind of get back to uh, chemical exposure. So one of the, of the ones that I found out some people have a hard time uh, grasping is the old acute versus chronic chemical exposure. So episode number 98, acute versus chronic chemical exposure. Let's just dive right in. So basically, chemical exposure can be categorized in two separate types, acute or chronic. Acute being that there's a short-term exposure to, to a chemical lasting from seconds to hours. Most of the time, you know it pretty darn fast that something happened. Uh, there are times, of course, where it does take a number of hours for this to do, but for the most part, they're really fast. So when we look at uh, health effects, uh, they can be things like minor irritation, serious eye damage, all that good stuff then. Uh, when we also look at, uh, let's say, that a chemical is on our skin, we could have uh, tissue damage, burning, uh, allergic reactions, um, rashes in the form of uh, irritations, dry skin, all that good stuff. So when we think about acute, something um, very fast then. So let's switch gears and look at chronic. So chronic exposure is continued or repeated exposure to a substance. For the most time, it's it's, um, over an extended period of time, months or years. It involves chemicals on a daily use and found in the work environment, although there are times where our personal lives and personal choices, of course, are also playing into this too. So the uh, effects of chronic exposure may take a couple of years. um, And sometimes, of course, we're actually, uh, we've, We've done our working life, you know, we're not exposed to this anymore, but uh, chronic exposure takes time to kind of come to the surface, we'll call it then. And a lot of times when you have chronic chemical exposure, it's going to end up uh, as a permanency in some fashion, um, affecting your lungs, your liver, um, contributing to cancer, those types of things. And so, so it, it um, pretty much has a permanent effect on your body. Let's look at a couple of, um, now some of the chemicals, of course, can do both. They can do acute and do chronic then. Um, and the big thing that we want to do is look at how do we how do we go back and prevent these chemical exposures from happening? You know, we want to, uh, well, first off, we want to not use it. Unless, of course, we really have to. Then, if we really have to, is there possible where we can substitute it for something that's a little less toxic, a little less awful? all that good stuff then. Now, that may not be an option too. So then we want to look at engineering controls, things like ventilation and all that. At the absolute very end, if we've really done everything we possibly can um, to get these exposures down, uh, we may have to look at a form of personal protective equipment. So I really don't like to do that. Uh, We're all flawed humans. Um, as guys, sometimes we like to shave. Uh, we don't shave, I mean. Uh, there's other times where we choose not to shave because it's hunting season. Um, so it's really hard to get that real good seal on a respirator. So so anytime that we're uh, asking folks to use PPE, um, it's really hard to find that one size fits all. I've never found a glove that works for every type. So you have to, you have to think about everything you're doing to... Um, 
So let's look at a couple of uh, examples out there then. So a couple of examples of acute chemical exposure, uh, itchiness from exposure to fiberglass, temporary hearing loss from extremely loud noise, um, from inhaling carbon monoxide, passing out, burns from uh, corrosive chemicals. When we think about our uh, sulfuric acids, hydrochloric acids, all that stuff then. Um, respiratory distress, you know. So now we've breathed in this chemical, quite possibly it's uh, polluted air or uh, exhaust from some form of an engine or a boiler, a scrubber. There's, you know, something out there then. So let's look at uh, chronic chemical ex uh, exposure then. Now, of course, with chronic, this is um, going to take a little bit longer. So when we think about um, asbestos, of course, asbestos in the long-term exposure can cause mesothelioma, which is super hard for me to say. So I'm, I'm actually quite proud I got it out in one breath. Um, formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is used in a lot of um, places out in the workplace, uh, the hospitals, universities. It does, uh, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it does a good job, but it is a chemical that... Uh, will cause you to be uh, uh, chemically sensitive to it at low levels then. Um, benzene, you can find that in a lot of places out there and over long periods of time lead to liver cancer. Um, and then let's uh, look at some of the things in our own personal lives too. Uh, tobacco use, we know that tobacco use can cause lung cancer. And we know alcohol consumption, cirrhosis of the liver. So acute versus chronic couple smokes or a couple of beers not going to do anything to you but if you choose to do this uh, um, on a daily basis or maybe not daily but over a prolonged number of years you're probably going to have these issues out there and that is it for episode number 98 it was just a quick introduction to acute versus chronic chemical exposure um, my name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you for joining me today and have a safe day.